Welcome to the Health and Wellness Hour with Dr. Joel Wallach and pharmacist Keith Abel. They believe when it comes to nutrition and supplementation, the modern medical system has failed you. That our body is divinely designed to repair itself given the correct foundation of nutrients. With a combined 85 years experience in health, nutrition, and supplementation, they bring a unique perspective on how to manage disease and improve one's health. Over the next hour, Dr. Wallach and pharmacist Keith will discuss health and wellness topics seen in the news. They'll discuss trends in nutrition and supplementation and how you can take control of your own health and your future. Let's get on with the show. Good evening, healthy lifestyle champions and guests. We appreciate you for jumping on this call. Uh, welcome to the Institute of Holistic Health. Uh, welcome from Dr. Wallach and welcome from myself. Uh, this is a very spe special presentation from Dr. Wallach today about the condition of the American healthcare system post-pandemic and what we should be doing to improve our health and try to prevent another pandemic from coming along and hurting us. Uh, my name is Keith Abel. I'm a practicing pharmacist. Um, over my career, I have practiced pharmacy in many different uh, pharmacy settings ranging from very rural areas of Kentucky to the inner city. I've practiced in community pharmacy, hospital pharmacy, uh, public health clinics, home infusion pharmacy, and currently practicing in long-term care pharmacy. Uh, I've spent many years uh, in the healthcare industry now, as you can see, and I've been very concerned about the state of the American healthcare system. All the way back in pharmacy school, I asked the question of my professors, why don't we teach more people how to avoid prescription drug use, how to take charge of their own health? And the answer always was because people aren't going to be responsible for themselves. So we have to give them a pill. We have to give them something to uh, manage their disease conditions to try to keep it from getting worse. I didn't accept that, uh, you know, actually for my entire career. I've been studying the role now that nutrition and supplementation play on wellness, uh, disease prevention, and disease mitigation. And when COVID-19 hit, I really started looking at all the data that was coming out. I understood why the elderly and the otherwise ill folks had a high incidence of COVID. That, that's what you would expect. But when they started reporting otherwise healthy people getting disease, I immediately asked myself, what do they mean by otherwise healthy people? We don't know how many of those otherwise healthy people actually had undiagnosed uh, health conditions. And I suspect that many of those folks had underlying health conditions that had not been diagnosed, they hadn't been to a doctor for, or symptoms that they ignored over the years. And, and that's what brought me to where I am today. You know, one of the things I've seen in a lot of the news reports when it comes to the COVID-19 is they keep reporting uh, the cases of myocarditis, a heart inflammation in young adults and children after they got a COVID-19 vaccine. And I was digging into some of that information today and there's been 300 cases out of 20 million vaccinated young adults and uh, young children on uh, myocarditis. And that sounds like a bad thing. 300 people have gotten myocarditis uh, after receiving the vaccine. But I decided to go to the Myocarditis Foundation's website and look at what was the incidence of myocarditis pre-COVID. And they report that 
0.5 out of every 10,000 people have myocarditis. If you extrapolate that out to 20 million, that's the same number of people that got the vaccine, you know, the young adults that got the vaccine, that turns out to be 1,000 out of 20 million. So folks, the myocarditis isn't something that's just happening because of vaccine. It was already occurring. And it's one of those underlying health conditions that maybe folks didn't know about when, when the uh, coronavirus came out. Uh, another thing I want to talk about a little bit today is, um, you know, the breakthrough COVID. You know, they're, they're saying that out of 159 million people that have been vaccinated, 10,000 of them have had uh, a breakthrough COVID virus come out. A fourth of those were asymptomatic meaning their immune system was fighting it. You know, they're testing positive for the COVID. They're not having any symptoms because their immune system was actually fighting it. And 159 million vaccinated people, 10,000 with breakthrough COVID, that tells us something else. It's another part of the puzzle that Dr. White's going to talk about today. It all has to do with your immune system. And then the last thing I want to mention, well, a couple more things, uh, the Delta variant. We're hearing all this news about the Delta variant out there. They're saying 99.5% of the deaths are from unvaccinated people. Uh, in areas where this Delta variant are spiking, less than 40% of the people are vaccinated. So again, we're talking about unvaccinated people are the mass majority on this new uh, explosion of the virus. And we have to ask ourselves, What's the underlying thing here? You know, why, why are these, these occurring? And that's what we're gonna talk about a little bit today. You know, all, why these unvaccinated people that are otherwise healthy are now getting COVID-19. And another thing we wanna talk about is the long haulers. That's the people that got COVID and have now survived. And one of the things that I looked at in the research is when they compared COVID survivors to cancer survivors, the COVID survivors are having a little bit harder time. Uh, they're having uh, more pain, more mental health issues, uh, physical activity challenges, and uh, substantially worse health overall. And that's another thing I want to talk about today in this discussion with Dr. Wallach. Uh, but before I do that, I want to share some numbers with you. I found a stud, uh, uh, not a study, but some statistics here that is bragging about the success that we're having in America when it comes to health. It says we have a 20% reduction of children in poverty now compared to 2013. Uh, mental health problems, 13% uh, more people have access to mental health providers now. Uh, Long-term success uh, smoking among adults is down 45%. Infant mortality is down 43%. Violent crime is down 50%. And air pollution is down 36%. So we would think we should see corresponding reductions when it comes to health, you know, overall health. But that's not what the case that, that we're seeing. Even though there's more access to mental health, suicide is on the rise. Uh, Overdose deaths is on the rise, 37%. Uh, obesity, we have better access to food, the less 
you know, 20% less people are in poverty, yet obesity is up 166%. Diabetes is up 148%. Low birth rate is up 19%. Premature death, that means dying before our life expectancy is up 7%. And cardiovascular deaths is up 4%. Folks, I don't know if you realize that, but the United States spends more money on healthcare than the other 39 nations that are in the, in the study. Uh, we spend $3.8 trillion on our healthcare. And if you add up the healthcare spending of all the other countries, that, that doesn't even add up to our 3.8 trillion. And I talk about infant mortality is down, yet United States ranks number 33 out of 36 countries on infant mortality. Mexico is the worst. Japan is the best. When it comes to obesity, we rank 33, which is dead last in number of obesity. You know, we're number one when it comes to the total number of obesity of all the countries in the world. Korea has the least. Diabetes, like I said a minute ago, it increased 148% in 25 years. In life expectancy, out of 36 countries, we're number 28. That means 35 other countries, I mean, it means 27 other countries have a better life expectancy than we do. Uh, when, when it comes to medical errors, it's estimated that errors may account for as many as 251,000 deaths annually in the United States, making medical errors the third leading cause of death. Error rates are significantly higher in the U.S than in all other developed countries. At the same time, less than 10% of medical errors are actually reported. According to the Institute of Medication, I'm sorry, the Institute of Medicine's landmark report to Air is Human, Building a Safe Health System, they say 444,000 people die in hospitals. And in pharmacy school, they tell me you know, we can't teach the, the folks to uh, take better health of, you know, of themselves, better care of themselves, that we've got to give them a pill. My question is, how's that working for you? So I want to introduce now Dr. Wallach. Dr. Wallach uh, is a personal friend of mine. I've known him for many years on a professional level. Uh, I've been working with him now since 2013. Uh, he's a biomedical research pioneer. He's considered the founder of liquid colloidal minerals. He has a bachelor's degree in science and agriculture uh, with a major in animal husbandry, specifically nutrition, and a minor in field crops and soils. He's earned a doctorate in veterinary medicine, has three postdoctoral fellowships. He spent over 40 years in the field of veterinary medicine, observing and researching the effects of individual nutrients on animal health before finally earning a doctorate in naturopathic medicine. As a pathologist, he's performed over 32,000 autopsies on various species of animals and humans. The culmination of that work is in a textbook that's in the Smithsonian Institute listed as a national treasure, the uh, diseases of exotic animals. He's held key positions in zoos and universities throughout the United States. He's worked as a research veterinarian for the national parks in South Africa, uh, specifically on the Operation Rhino Project, where he is uh, 
partially responsible for uh, saving the white rhino from extinction. So if you go to a zoo today and you see a white rhino in a zoo, it's probably an offspring of one of the ones that he brought over from Africa. He's also led expeditions through Africa studying the migration habits of elephants. Uh, he's been published in more than uh, 70 times in scientific and medical journals. He's written 15 books and though he's got a few more in the works right now. His lecture, Dead Doctors Don't Lie, uh, was recorded on audio cassette tape because he knew the only way to get his information to the world as a single provider would be to build an army of folks that could share his message with others. That cassette tape, Dead Doctors Don't Lie, is now in uh, nine different languages with over 600 million copies in circulation. He currently has two nationally syndicated radio shows. He has earned multiple uh, awards for his work, his lifetime work when it comes to nutrition and uh, disease. And I, again, I count him as a personal friend, uh, someone that I spent a year and a half traveling with on the speaking circuit and probably learned more in that time with Dr. Wallach than I did all my years of uh, uh, scientific study in pharmacy. So Dr. Wallach, I wanna welcome you to the program today and your important message. Well, thank you so much for Mrs. Keith for the kind words. And I apologize, there's grandkids running around here, so I apologize, you'll be hearing some noise once in a while. Uh, um, and uh, of course, um, this COVID thing is a manifestation of our not taking care of ourselves. Uh, when you compare us with other countries, uh, there's other countries who, and I've got some statistics here, which I'm gonna share with you, very specific stuff. And it's one of those things where, uh, let's just look at Native Americans first. Uh, they have 5.3 times the number of COVID infections and deaths than the white people in America. Uh, when you look at the Navajos, they have 3,624 uh, cases per 100,000 other population. Uh, the Alaska Eskimos have 234 per 100,000, okay? And of course, the people that have the fewest uh, COVID infections and deaths are the Ojibwe Indians, who started out in Florida 600 years ago. They were chased west by explorers and uh, people coming from Europe uh, uh, and so forth. Uh, and um, they wound up uh, uh, in Northern Minnesota in the Great Lakes area. And they had no money to buy property or anything. So they lived on the shores of the Great Lakes and they began to eat wild rice and the aquatic algae and, and um, sea vegetables there in the Great Lakes and fish and squirrels and rabbits and deer. And they have the lowest rate of deaths and infections of COVID of anybody in North America, the Ojibwe Indians in Minnesota. Now, then uh, of course, that's because when you look at, let's look at some statistics here. Let's look at the Philippines versus Vietnam. Uh, Vietnam has 97 million people. The Philippines have 100 million, fairly close. Um, the Filipinos have 26,000 dead. The Vietnamese have 132 dead. Not 132,000, just 132 dead versus 26,000 dead in the Philippines. The Vietnamese have 35,000 infections versus 1.5 million infections in the Philippines. So what's the huge difference here? Why is it so different? It was different because the Vietnamese remained Asian and live on rice and sweet potatoes and beans and squash and seaweed, which has all these weird trace minerals in it. And so uh, their immune systems are working. Whereas in the Philippines, 
um, where their location in the Pacific, they have um, military bases, naval um, bases and things like that there. Uh, so many different countries, Europe, Spain, uh, the United States, uh, France, uh, Germany, uh, and so forth, England, all have military bases there. And of course, the people in the Philippines work for these military bases, and they eat the Western and European foods, and so they're eating gluten, which we'll get into in a minute. Huge difference between diet. And then uh, let's look at Texas uh, with uh, 28 million people uh, versus um, Australia with 26 million people. Australia has 900, as of today, 912 dead. Um, let's see here. Texas has 52,921 dead. Uh, Australia has 31,000 infections, and Texas has 3 million infections. Huge difference. So what's the difference? It's diet. It's diet. It just comes down to diet. 50% uh, of the Texas population, 39% uh, are Latinos. Um, let's see here. 18% uh, are black, and the remainder of that 50% are indigenous peoples. And so they live on nothing but wheat, barley, and oats. Their, their gluten damage their intestines is enormous, and they don't tend to be people who supplement. They don't live near the sea, and so they don't get any algae and, and uh, wild rice and things like that. And then let's look at another couple here. Let's look at Louisiana uh, versus New Zealand. Uh, both Louisiana and New Zealand have about 5 million people. And New Zealand has 26 dead, and Louisiana has 10,600 dead. New Zealand has 2,700, almost 3,000 infections, and Louisiana has 475,000 infections. What's the difference? Well, again, it comes down to diet, and again, it comes down to a large population of Latinos and Blacks uh, in the Louisiana area. Now, New Zealand does have indigenous peoples, which are Black, but they live like Asians. They live on rice and sweet potatoes and beans and squash and seaweed. Uh, let's look at uh, Florida right now. Florida is very scary. Uh, last, let's see here. Last Friday, they had 5,300 new infections. On Sunday, they had 15,800. On Tuesday this week, they had 5,000 new infections. Um, yesterday, they had 6,425. And today, they've had over 7,000 new infections in Florida. There are 41,000 infections of COVID in four days. There's two or three days, you know, they had like a thousand and so forth. So I didn't even mention them. And what's going on there? Well, Florida, again, is um, so many percentage Latinos, Blacks, and Indigenous peoples that, and they eat nothing but wheat, brown, and oats, that they don't have any defenses against the virus. And that's why they have so many sick. Uh, let's look at the United States versus India. Uh, United States has 30, 332 million people. India has 1.7 billion, five times as many people as we have. We have 34 million infections, and we have um, 624,109 dead. India has 31 million infections and 412,000 dead. They have 200,000 less dead than we do, and they have 3 million less infections than we do. I mean, what's going on here? Well, um, India contains 29 states and seven territories, ter okay, to seven territories. And 95% of the deaths occur in the northern nine uh, territories or states, and 95% of the deaths and 87% of the infections. 
only 5% of the deaths occur in the southern 20, uh, southern, uh, 20 states and seven territories, and only 13% of the infections. So what's the difference between Northern India and Southern India? Well, Northern India was occupied by the British for a hundred years. And they were there to um, actually um, get the young people in Northern India uh, into the British military. And that way they didn't have to get uh, British kids in the military. They used people from India in the British military. This is, this is well known and well documented. And, but they taught for a hundred years, they taught the people in Northern India to grow wheat, barley, rhinos, and to eat wheat, barley, rhinos. Everybody in the Southern 20 states and seven territories in India live like Asians. They live on rice and sweet potatoes and beans and squash and um, uh, seaweed because they live near the shore and the algae and everything. They're getting all those minerals from there. And that's the big difference between the North and the South. I got one more comparison I wanna give you. And that is uh, California. Uh, versus uh, Canada. Uh, Canada has uh, 37 million people. California has 39 million people. California has uh, 63, 64,000 dead. Canada has 26,000 dead. Uh, um, California has just short of 4 million infections and Canada has 1.4 million infections. So what's the huge difference there? Again, it's diet. Uh, most of the people uh, in Canada, uh, they only have, I think it's um, Latinos, they have like 2%. And here in America, we have, depending on the state, between 35 and 50% people eating like Latinos, wheat, bread, around oats. In Canada, they only have 2%. And that's the difference. It's diet, diet, diet. Mm -hmm. And so um, the thing we have to do is get rid of all the bad foods. No fried foods, no processed meats, no oils, no glutens, no wheat, no bread, around oats, no sugar, no carbonated drinks, even the diet drinks got to go. And then we have to supplement uh, under normal circumstances. We like the basic 90 essential nutrients, the original healthy start pack. But because of the pandemic, I like what we call our, our healthy brain and heart pack, which is our big hammer in the toolbox. We've added 115 nutrients to the original 90. And so we have 215 nutrients in this healthy brain and heart pack. And so it's, it's uh, one of those per 100 pounds of body weight. And you want to take uh, three of the, of the um, MSM tablets twice a day per 100 pounds of body weight, one bottle per 100 pounds of body weight, it's a big bottle. And that will support and promote maintenance repair of cartilage, ligaments, tendons, connective tissue, which includes the bone matrix, which includes the bone marrow cavity, which is where your white blood cells, your antibodies, your red blood cells and platelets are made to defend you and to respond to the vaccination. If you're eating gluten, your villi are dead in your small intestine, your villi produce a substance called pro-inflammatory cytokines, which kill your villi. And over a period of time, they slowly, slowly, slowly go away over a period of five, 10, 12, 15 years. Uh, the more gluten you eat, the faster they go away. Okay, if you're only eating gluten like once a month, you're probably gonna get away with it. But if you're eating gluten five times a day, uh, you're in danger because you're, you're, and you're not supplementing, your villi are going away, you're not supplementing. And so your bone marrow is essentially dead. You can't make white blood cells. You can't make T lymphocytes. You can't make antibodies. You can't make stem cells. You can't make red blood cells. And you know people who have to go to the, the doctor once a month to get an iron shot and a B12 shot. And after a couple of months, that doesn't work anymore. And so they have to give them a transfusion uh, once a month. So they get platelets. So they don't bleed under their skins and they're anemic. After a while, they get tired of that. And they want to give them a bone marrow transplant. And they say, don't worry about it. Bone marrow transplants, $100,000, but your insurance will pay for it. 
when really all they have to do is eat like an Asian and take the 90 essential nutrients, it all goes away. And so really, I, I, the medical system has banked everything on vaccinations, but the vaccinations don't kill viruses, bacteria, fungus, and yeast. Vaccinations only alert your body to the bad DNA and RNA in viruses, bacteria, and yeast. So when the bugs show up, your body says, ah, oh, there's the bad guy. Well, if you're eating gluten, your villi are dead. You can't get nutrition to your bone marrow. You can't respond to the vaccination. And that's why all these people who are vaccinated are dying. They're dying because they can't respond to the vaccination because they're eating gluten and nobody told them to get off of gluten. They're not supplementing and nobody told them to supplement. Well, my doctor said I can get everything I need just by eating well. I eat healthy. We need healthy. That means they're eating wheat, brought around oats. Would you listen to a mechanic who said, don't waste your money on oil for your car. Don't waste your money three dollars a quart for oil. Don't do that. Just put dirt from Texas or Oklahoma in there. Put six quarts of that dirt from Oklahoma and Texas. It's only 10 cents a quart. There's bound to be some oil in it because that's dirt from Oklahoma and Texas. Now, an insane person wouldn't do that to their car. When a doctor says, oh, just eat well, you get everything you need. People beat their chest and say, my doctor says I can. Well, let's look at the record here quickly. Uh, how much time do I have here? You're fine, Doc. Okay. So let's look at the statistic. Right now, all humanity has a life expectancy of 155. Our government said this and sent this out in an email and CD sent it out in an email about six months ago. Our life expectancy is 155. Medical doctors in the emergency rooms and CDC came out with this about three months ago. Their average lifespan is 57. They're leaving 98 years on the table of life with their families and friends and playing golf and tennis and doing all that kind of stuff. They're dying 98 years before they're supposed to die. Medical doctors are the worst possible people to ask about how to live a long, healthful life. Now, if you get run over by a truck and you're bleeding internally, you better go to the emergency room. Okay, taking, you know, vitamin C is not gonna help you. But when you look at uh, the American public, our average lifespan dropped from 79 a couple of weeks ago, they did a, a new look at it and it dropped to 75 because of the early death rate from the COVID thing. So we're leaving 80 years on the table. We're leaving 80 years on the table because we're dying uh, early. Okay. And then the, who is who lives the longest? Well, um, the Hunzas, okay, from uh, Hunza Cuts, okay. Uh, they live near the Giltar Glacier between Pakistan and China. And their average lifespan is 120, but their longest lived people live to be 165, 170. And so they kind of break even with 155. Now there was actually a book and a movie made of them. James Hilton, a, a newspaper reporter for the New York Times, London Times, very aggressive, mean investigative reporter, followed these people for a year and said, this is real. This is not a myth, this is real. And so he wrote a book called Lost Horizon, published in 1929, bestseller. It became a movie in 1933. And it goes into the story of these people and the Shangri-La, which is a valley where people live the longest in the world. And people say, oh, yeah, that's a mythical place. No, Shangri-La is not a mythical place. It's an actual live place where people live the longest on Earth because of all the minerals coming out from underneath that, that uh, glacier. Well, my goal is to add 25 to 50 healthy years to everybody's life. And to do that, we have to start with the kids, get them on Kids Toddy, get them on Cal Toddy, um, Kids Sprinkles, EFAs. Uh, our rebound or sports shrink with 100 nutrients in it. This was made uh, for Theo Ratliff, who lost his contract with the Atlanta Hawks because he had a fracture of his wrist and a shooting arm. He had bone to bone arthritis in his knees. He's only 24 years old. 
-hmm. I came up with a healthy bone and joint pack for him. I came up with his rebound for him with 100 nutrients in it, rebuilt him, make a long story short, he got his contract back with $35 million. He played for 11 more years, made another $100 million because of rebound and our healthy bone and joint pack. Another one, uh, Evander Holyfield lost his heavyweight championship to Michael Moore some years ago because he couldn't um, come out in the last 12th round of the heavyweight championship fight. And so the bout was given to Michael Moore. We invented the healthy brain and heart pack for um, Evander Holyfield. We gave it to him two, three times a day for a year and a half. He came back and he beats Iron Mike Tyson in a heavyweight championship fight. Now, how do you win a heavyweight championship fight when you just barely lived from a near fatal heart attack? Well, that's because he was taking the healthy brain and heart pack, which has all these nutrients necessary to rebuild the heart, okay? And of course, again, uh, you look at some of these other people. Uh, let's look at Russia. Their average lifespan is 72. They leave 83 years on the table. Uh, the French live to be 82. They live, um, uh, excuse me, they leave um, 83 years. Uh, excuse me. Uh, yeah, they leave 73 years on the table. And uh, Australia, they leave 72 years on the table. You look at the Philippines, they average lifespan is 69.6. They leave 85 years, 85.4 years on the table. Japan, they just had a big spike today. I didn't get all the details, but they're saying they're closing everything down in Japan. Um, their average lifespan is 84. Uh, that'll change after this pandemic. They leave 71 years on the table. And so people are missing the boat. Doctors are, are depending totally on the vaccination, not changing people's diets, not supplementing to take care of their immune system, Shame, shame, shame on the medical system because they bet everything. They bet your life. The medical system bet your life on the vaccinations. You know, we need to ask the question why, not just, uh, oh, you got high blood pressure. Let's give you a beta blocker. Uh, let's give you an ACE inhibitor. Let's, uh, uh, you know, do the the uh, all the different things. You know, you got high blood. Uh, you got high. Uh, sugar levels of diabetes, then we need to start giving you all these different medications, metformin, uh, insulin, and, and uh, all the different medications involved there. And that's, that's why I like Dr. Wallach, because he always asked the question, why? You know, he realized all the way back in Africa, he was telling me the story one time, you know, they were providing fresh water for the animals there, but the animals kept going to the muddy, dirty water. So the question again was asked, why? It's because that water had all the minerals in it that those animals know that they need instinctively. So they would leave the clean, mineral-free water alone and go drink the dirty water. Uh, here in Kentucky, we've got some salt licks up in northern Kentucky, and that's where the buffalo would stop, and they would stop to lick that salt because they know they needed those minerals in their diet. And a lot of this pandemic could have been prevented had we been more aware of the role that nutrition plays and supplementation plays in our health. Uh, this all started, you know, over a hundred years ago. Uh, we started damming up the rivers to do flood control and to produce electricity. And when we started damming up those rivers, the farmlands weren't getting flooded anymore. The minerals from mountains thousands of miles away weren't coming down uh, to the farmland. And if it's not in the farm soil, then it's not in the plants that we eat. And it's not in the plants that the animals eat. So therefore, it's not in the animals that we eat either.
So, Dr. White, talk yeah. about, let's go back to the beginning and, and the uh, mineral deficiency and how that's okay. led to all this. Okay, well, let's go to 3 o'clock in the afternoon, Monday, September 4th, 1882, on Pearl Street in New York City in the bluff overlooking the construction of the Brooklyn Bridge. When Thomas Edison and Jonathan Leaves pulled the switch in the first commercial electric generating plant. And within 10 years, uh, there were 40 new diseases, and this was the beginning of the days of genetics, and so doctors are blaming all these new diseases on genetic diseases. And uh, they're really just nutritional deficiencies because in that 10 years, um, everybody in the industrialized world switched from wood stoves and fireplaces and fire pits to electricity, as you pointed out, and there were no more wood ashes to put in the garden. Now, wood ashes are where people were getting their minerals for thousands of years. They were putting them in their food. They were putting them in their garden. So the plants were eating the uh, wood ashes. And so when you eat the carrots and the tomatoes and the beans and the squash and the peppers, you're getting those minerals that you put in the garden through the wood ashes. When we went to electricity, there was no more of that. After a couple of years, people are feeling bad. They're getting all these diseases. They're going to the doctor saying, you know, doc, I feel pretty funky. Shouldn't I be taking some vitamins or minerals or something? They said, nah, just eat well. You get everything you eat. Well, people's interpretation of eating well is eat more whole grains, eat more whole grains, eat more wheat, brown, rye, and oats, and you're going to get sicker, okay? Now, it turns out I take people that are type 2 diabetic for 40, 50, 60 years, and in 30 days, they're not a diabetic anymore. Their doctor shakes his head and throws his hands up and says, I don't know why, but you're not a diabetic anymore. Your A1C is uh, down to 5. Your blood sugar is at 60. Uh, without medication, I just can't understand it, but you're not a diabetic anymore. Well, that's because they were on our program diabetes, a healthy blood sugar pack. And this is something, uh, just another one I deal with a lot is uh, things like um, people, you know, they have kidney failure and they get dialysis. I get people that haven't urinated in 10 years. They've been on dialysis for uh, 25 years. Uh, they were uh, on dialysis, say, three days a week in the last 10 years because they hadn't urinated the last 10 years. They're on dialysis six days a week. We put them on our program uh, for this. And in two weeks time, they're urinating again. So they drop their dialysis down to three days a week. And in two more weeks, they're totally off of dialysis after 25 years of being on dialysis because they didn't want to get a kidney transplant. This is easy. I mean, my heart goes out to the Pope. Now the Pope, of course, he had half his colon removed surgically because he had diverticulitis for 30, 40 years. He's 84 years old. They removed half his colon. I guarantee you they didn't tell him in Italian to stop eating gluten. You got to stop eating spaghetti. You got to stop eating bread. You got to stop eating pancakes and waffles. You got to stop eating those things and, and live like an Asian and eat rice and sweet potatoes and so forth. They didn't tell him that. And of course, he has sciatica, which is low back stuff, which uh, gives you peripheral neuropathies in your feet and legs and so on, because he's been nutritionally deficient all these years because he's been eating gluten and not supplementing. And they're going to wind up killing this Pope. Pope Francis, I pray for him because he's uh, not getting the proper treatment. Okay, he's being symptomatically treated. Oh, you have constipation, we'll remove your colon. How crazy is that? Uh, you have sciatica, uh, we're going to give you prednisone and cortisone, which accelerates the loss of minerals from your bones. Mm -hmm. Also, it dampens down your immune system and, and also your symptoms for a while until they finally creep up and, and kill you. So uh, unless they change, I, I'm really, really worried about what's going on with the Pope. Mm -hmm. Well, also, um, diseases like uh, autoimmune diseases. There are no such thing as autoimmune diseases. Well, what about lupus? Well, lupus is just gluten and no nutritional supplements. Um, psoriatic arthritis, again, is just gluten and no um, supplements. And then what about RA? What about rheumatoid arthritis? Well, that's just 
bone-to-bone uh, -bone arthritis, a nutritional deficiency with a secondary infection with a bug called mycoplasma, which is killable with an antibody called minocycline, like the little bait fish. And, you know, for like 60 days uh, on minocycline, uh, your, uh, your um, RA will go away. I don't care if you've had rheumatoid arthritis for 40 years and it'll go away because it's really just an infection on top of bone to bone arthritis. So you take the healthy bone and joint pack, you take a, you know, take a, a say a six, eight weeks um, dose of uh, minocycline twice a day, three times a day, depending on your weight and your rheumatoid arthritis goes away. The doctors have bet everything as pharmacist Keith said on treating symptoms and people are happy. They say, oh my God, I had pain from this arthritis for 10 years. My doctor gave me this new drug and my pain went away in three days. Every, when I die, everything in my will is going to be left to my doctor. I just love my doctor so much because he killed my pain. But you're going to die 25 to 50 years early because your doctor didn't tell you to get off of gluten and take the 215, take the 215, take the healthy brain and heart pack, take the big hammer right now. Yeah, folks, uh, you know, we mentioned food and dietary supplements in this uh, program. And you know, th these uh, supplements are intended to contribute to the daily diet and overall health. Uh, they're not intended for use in the prevention, treatment, mitigation, or cure of a disease or health-related condition. Uh, individuals who have or suspect they have an illness or who wish to commence a diet or exercise program should consult with an appropriately licensed healthcare practitioner for a medical history evaluation, diagnosis, treatment, and health recommendations. We're not saying these uh, supplements are a cure for a disease. What we're saying is your body, and we believe this wholeheartedly, your body was divinely designed by God, that if you give your body all the nutrition that it needs, the body knows what to do with it. The body knows that when you cut your hand, it knows how to heal that cut. As long as you're preventing some type of infection setting in, the body's going to do its job and heal that cut. And we believe that if you give your body all the 90 essential nutrients that it needs, then your body can avoid different diseases. The body can uh, know what to do to prevent things like the, this coronavirus epidemic that hit us. Uh, you know, the body knows what to do. And again, we're not saying a vitamin or a mineral is going to cure a disease because it's not going to cure the disease. It's going to be used by your body to do what your body needs, that knows what to do naturally. And that's where I come from as a pharmacist. Uh, you don't have, when you have diabetes, you don't have a deficiency of metformin. Metformin is a drug to force your body to take the sugar out of the bloodstream. So it, it's forcing the body to uh, do something that it doesn't want to do naturally. And that's why it doesn't cure the disease. If you give your body everything that it needs, you avoid the bad foods, you get your exercise, you make sure you get all 90 essential nutrients, the body's going to know what it needs to do. And things like diabetes and heart disease will eventually start reducing and hopefully go away completely. Again, it's not a cure-all. We're not saying go out there and, and buy a, a vitamin C tablet because it's going to cure something. Uh, if you got scurvy, yeah, it's going to cure scurvy, but it's not going to cure other ailments. It's just a tool that your body is going to use to repair itself. And that's where we, that's where we are with this pandemic now. You know, we've had a poor health system all these years that's just managing diseases. It's not doing anything to mitigate the disease. It's not doing anything to cure the disease. The whole system is designed to manage your disease because the system 
the, the folks in charge of the system think you're too stupid to take charge of yourself and to fix yourself, to, to take responsibility. And that's what, they're, that's what they're, they're betting on. They're betting on you will not take responsibility for your health and you're going to load the, the line their pockets with money for prescription drugs that do nothing more than kick the bucket down the road a little bit. And eventually you're going to end up in my pharmacy practice and long-term care. You're going to end, eventually end up on 30 different drugs and in a nursing home because you didn't take personal responsibility for yourself. And that's the whole point of this, this presentation. We've got to take personal responsibility. We got to make sure we're getting all 90 essential nutrients. If we had done that over the last few years, then those of you that got COVID may not have gotten the COVID because your body may have had everything it needed to prevent it. Uh, we're seeing younger people get it now that aren't vaccinated because again, they're not taking personal responsibility for their diets. They're not doing the things they need to do, avoid the bad foods, eat the good foods and supplement. And Dr. White, why is supplementing so necessary? You know, why is it that we can't get all the food, all the nutrients we need from the food that we eat? Well, there's several reasons. Starting at the beginning, um, farmers get paid by, for tons and bushels. Farmers don't get paid by the nutritional value of the food. And so they use fertilizers for crops and gardens that contain three nutrients, NPK, because that will give them the maximum yield in tons and bushels per acre, as well as um, it'll, it'll help the plants make good seeds for the next generation, just NPK, three nutrients. They know this uh, because they don't have health insurance for their animals. So they got to pay the veterinarian when the animals are sick. So they give their animals vitamins and minerals because they know their plants, their crops are short in the nutrients. So they add vitamins and minerals. They grind up these crops and they add vitamins and minerals to that to give their animals so they don't have to call the veterinarian out every day. So there's a big difference there. Well, um, it comes down to the fact that um, plants don't make minerals. And of course, nutritional minerals do not occur in a uniform blanket around the crust of the earth. They occur in veins like gold and silver. And that's why people, I had one person call me on the radio today and say, well, you know, I have a half a teaspoon of wood ashes twice a day. Um, is that enough? I said, well, I have no idea. You have to find out where those wood ashes came from, how many minerals are in there, three, five, eight, 10, 12, 15, 20, uh, because you could be getting wood ashes have only three minerals in there and you're 87 shard, uh, well, 60, 57 minerals shard, okay? And so uh, it's one of those things where it's a little more complicated than just using wood ashes. Back in the old days, that's the best they had. And of course, people who had bottom land, as you pointed out, where it would flood every year, um, and the silt, when the water would recede, the silt would renew the land, and silt was runoff and, uh, from erosion and volcanic eruptions and stuff. And that's why you've heard of the blue zones. Um, Dan, Dan Butner, this exercise physiologist, uh, he was sitting around having beer with a bunch of his buddies, and they were saying, well, where do people live the longest? And they had a map on the floor, and they were looking up things uh, on the internet, 2005, and they found the, the five places where people had the, the biggest percentage of 100-year-olds in their population, they had a blue marker and they drew a circle around each of those places on the map on the floor. And I thought it was some blue zone. I thought maybe that's some scientific thing I didn't know about. But it was, it was a blue marker he surrounded those people with. Four of those five blue zones are volcanic peninsulas and islands. Mm -hmm. Okay, four out of the five are volcanic islands where they get all these minerals. They have the highest percentage of 100-year-olds. They don't have the highest number of people on, okay, but uh, 100-year-olds, but they have the highest percentage of 100-year-olds in their population. And then um, 
when asked, he says, well, why is it that these people live the longest? Uh, he says, well, because they're happy. Well, that was a misjudgment there. Uh, they're happy because they live a long time. They're not, they don't live a long time because they're happy. And that's how people misinterpret things. It's just like um, when people thought, uh, the doctors thought that sentiment death syndrome was caused by mothers sleeping on their babies. I did an investigation and 98% of the diagnoses of sentiment death syndrome were in kids who were in their crib. So I made them change the name to crib death because 98% weren't even in bed with their mothers. 2% were in bed with their mothers, but they were dying, dying from hypertrophic cardiomyopathy heart disease, which is what we spoke about at the beginning here earlier. It's a simple deficiency of a single nutrient. And to make a long story short, we forced uh, April 16, 2013, through federal courts. We sued in federal court, uh, the FDA, uh, NIH. We sued everybody to put these nutrients into baby farmers, and we prevailed because Dr. Milan and I had gone to China. We did 1,700 autopsies on kids under the age of 10. 35% uh, of them had cystic fibrosis. 100% had muscular dystrophy, and 100 of them under the age of one year would have been diagnosed with sentiment death syndrome. So the federal judges couldn't argue against 1,700 autopsies. So to make a long story short, you don't hear about cystic fibrosis anymore because we eliminated it by putting that one nutrient into the baby farmers. You don't hear about um, the muscular dystrophy and the telethon and Jerry Lewis anymore because we eliminated it. It's not a genetic disease, it's just simple nutritional deficiencies. And we gave it to Jerry Lewis, he took it to the Muscular Association, they fired Jerry Lewis, okay? They fired Jerry Lewis after he raised $2 billion over 20 years for them. What a terrible thing. Well, you haven't heard about muscular anymore because we eliminated it by putting that nutrient into the baby farmers. And then came a year and a half after that ruling, April 16, 2013, a year and a half later, uh, big headlines in the Charlotte Observer newspaper. We don't know why, but sentiment death syndrome has vanished in the state of North Carolina. Then three months later, the same thing was said in the St. Louis Post-Dispatch and all the newspapers in Missouri. We don't know why, but sentiment death syndrome has vanished in the state of Missouri. Then three months later, the newspapers in all the world around said, we don't know why, but infant death syndrome diagnoses around the world has dropped dramatically by 85 to 95%. And the rate has gone from one sentiment death syndrome, one crib death, okay, per 300 normal babies to one per 3,000. And if everybody were going to be giving their babies kids toddy okay in their formula and the mothers if they're breastfeeding take our healthy brain and heart pack it would be all totally eliminated but one in three thousand is a big improvement from one in three hundred absolutely and you know we need again I, I keep harping on this we've got to assume that the nutrition is not in the food you eat uh back in 1936 the Senate document 200, uh, 264 was published, 1936. And in this document, they stated that the, the minerals weren't in the farm foods anymore uh, back then. Uh, let me find the exact quote here. The alarming fact is that foods, fruits, and vegetables, and grains now being raised on millions of acres of land that no longer contain enough of certain needed minerals are starving us, no matter how much of them we eat. This talk about minerals is novel and quite startling. In fact, a realization of the importance of minerals in food is so new that the textbooks on nutritional dietetics contain very little about it. Nevertheless, it is something that concerns us all, and the further we delve into it, 
the more startling it becomes. Folks, this was 1936. The government knew then that the farm soils were depleted of the minerals. Uh, you know, when you get those floods, you're getting all the minerals that the river collects all along the way. So that's why you get more minerals from the floodwaters than you do by planting you know, your crops in various parts of the country because it's crossing miles and miles of land and drawing minerals from miles and miles of land and depositing them into the, into the farmland. Uh, in 1936, we knew. That's not too long after electricity was invented. 1936, we knew that the uh, farmlands weren't producing the minerals that our bodies needed. And every 10 years, the federal government uh, does a study on the different fruits and vegetables and the contents of uh, the nutrients in them. And every year, the, the nutrient contents of these minerals, uh, of these fruits and vegetables has gone down. And nothing's being done about it because all, all the industries are looking at is, like Dr. Wallach says, how many bushels, how many tons of food can we get off the land? It's not how nutritious it is. And I don't even care if it's organic farming. Uh, I, the, I would say the vast majority of the organic farms are minerally deficient because nothing's being added to the soil beyond the uh, compost and you know manure and that type thing. So you know we've got to take personal responsibility. That's how we've gotten to this point. I mean, if you follow any statistics in healthcare, you can see how decade after decade after decade, all these different disorders become worse and worse and more pre prevalent in society. I mean, 148% increase in diabetes. I mean, come on, this should be telling us something. It's not in our food. So we need to be supplementing our food with all those 90 essential nutrients. And that's why we came up with these formulas. That's why Dr. Wallach came up with these formulas for getting the, the nutrients into our diet. And we just need to assume that it's not there, just like the animals, the veterinary industry did with animals and animal feed. When they came up with their alfalfa pellets for the food, for the animals, they didn't take any consideration of whatever nutrients were in those alfalfa pellets. They supplemented with all the nutrition that those animals needed in order for those animals to be healthy. And that's what we need to take a clue from in uh, uh, human medicine. Take a clue from the veterinary industry. You know, what do you need to do to get the herd healthy? Provide it with all the nutritional uh, minerals and uh, supplements that it needs. And another clue we can take from the veterinary industry, if they want to get a cow fat so they can get it to the uh, slaughterhouse faster, they take those minerals out of the food and then feed the animals high carbohydrate diets so the animals will continuously eat, continuously, nonstop eat because they want those minerals. They're not getting it in their food. They're getting all these carbs and they're getting fat. Folks, look all around you. Look at, look at all the, the foods that we have as our convenience foods all around us. They're all high in carbohydrates and very low in any nutritional value. I mean, back in the 60s, a potato chip company had as its slogan, I bet you can't eat just one because they put some salt in there to make you crave it because they knew you weren't getting enough minerals in your diet and you would eat more and more of their potato chips thinking you're getting the minerals when all you're getting is salt. Nobody stands out in the field and tells a, a horse that they only get one lick on that salt block. You know, I live in uh, thoroughbred country. They make sure those thoroughbreds are getting all the nutrition they need. Those horses are worth millions of dollars. 
So they're going to make sure they get all the nutrition they need to stay as healthy as long as they can so they can make a lot of money off of breeding those animals. We need to take a clue from those industries for our own personal health. And that's why we called this uh, special program today, because if we want to get people trying to think of the best way to say it, all these folks that are uh, COVID long haulers, you need to make sure you're getting all the 90 essential nutrients so you can have what your body needs to repair the damage that the COVID did. If you're uh, a young person today, you're worried about the organic foods. You're worried about whether to take the vaccine or not because the damage is going to be doing to you and all these other things. Folks, you need to be worrying more about the fact that you're not getting all the 90 essential nutrients in your diet. That's a bigger problem for you than the things you're worried about when it comes to organic and clean and everything else. I'm not against organic and clean. Don't get me wrong. We need to follow that type of uh, diet. But the point is, it's way down the list of what your problems are. Your biggest problem is not getting all the 90 essential nutrients that you need, and you need to supplement your, your uh, uh, diet with those nutrients. And that's what I love about Dr. Wallach because he's made these things to where they're highly absorbable. Can you talk about that, Dr. Wallach? Because you talked a little bit about uh, the uh, uh, gluten problem and absorption, but can you expand a little bit more about why these products are so highly absorbed? Primarily, the minerals are different. They're not ground up rocks. Ours are made from the plants that were underneath the reefs. When the reefs died and became limestone, all the plants that were surrounding the reefs uh, sort of decayed and the minerals were inside of the inside of the plants inside of the algae and the, and the seaweed were there and that's where we get our minerals these are plant derived minerals and so they're pre-digested by the plants and so you're going to get every one of those molecules of those minerals as opposed to eating ground up rocks a lot of it comes out the other end because you're going to get diarrhea and all that kind of stuff when you eat ground up rocks and so um, and even plants don't do a very good job of eating ground-up rocks, but the colloidal metals are very, very absorbable and micro-sizing and this kind of stuff. So we, we really work on that. And I want to diverge just a little bit um, to two things. Number one, that report you talked about, 1936, that was the... Senate document 264. 264. I've got a copy of that if folks would like to have a copy. Okay, okay. Senate document 264. Then... Uh, also, um, why is it that all the farmlands are de depleted? That's because of the dams. We have 80,000 dams in America. Um, most of them are hydroelectric. The first hydroelectric dam in America was 1880, uh, two years before Thomas Edison pulled the switch on electricity um, in Grand Rapids, Michigan, of all places, for a, a, a furniture manufacturing company. And LSU just came out with a report a couple of days ago, just a couple of days ago, LSU. And they said, now, are, are you sitting down, Pharmacist mm -hmm, Keith? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They said there's 150 million tons of silt and sediment backed up behind these dams each year. That's an annual amount, 150 million tons since 1930, every year, 150 million tons per year since 1930. That shut off the food supply to our land. That shut off the food supply to the ocean, to the Gulf of Mexico, to all of our deltas on the East Coast going into the Atlantic Ocean, the deltas going on to the West Coast and the Pacific Ocean, to the deltas, particularly the Mississippi River Delta, which drains 40% of the fluids in America down into the Gulf of Mexico. All those things are dying because we've dammed up all the rivers for hydroelectric 
and we shut off the food supply. 150, I, I called them and talked to the scientists who did the study. They said, no, that's all factual. That was a $12 million study, 10 years, and they published it just a couple of weeks ago. 150 million tons per year, every year since 1930. We've, we've withheld the food from our farmlands and withheld the food from the ocean. Now, this is why the Great Barrier Reef is dying in Australia, and they're getting me all the statistics from there, and we're gonna rebuild the Great Barrier Reef because we know what the problem is now. They've shut off the food supply. They built three hydroelectric dams in 1927 on those rivers and shut off the food supply to the Great Barrier Reef, and they killed it with those hydroelectric dams. Yeah, and it's killed the Mississippi Delta, as you were saying. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, very similar. And so this is why we have to pay attention as pharmacist Keith said, stay away from the bad stuff, maximize absorption. It's the best insurance you can give yourself is to take the 90 essential nutrients, actually the 215. Because I've been doing this uh, for 74 years, gluten-free, 74 years, taking the 90 essential nutrients. I'm 82 years old. I don't have any of these pre-existing conditions. Type 2 diabetes is easy uh, for your body to prevent. Pharmacist Keith said it very well. You give your body all the raw materials and it has the capacity to prevent diabetes. You give your body all the raw materials and your body can reverse diabetes. You don't do it directly, but you give your body the materials, your body does it. And so we're very excited about this. We've been extremely successful over 50 years. We've been doing this commercially uh, for over 50 years. And so this is something we're in 60 countries. We're in 60 countries. We see 2 million patients a day in all these various countries. We have like 50 warehouses scattered around. We just bought two manufacturing plants so we can eliminate back orders because of our pr uh, providers or manufacturers are missing a raw material or something. We won't let that happen. And so you can look for things just to continue to get better with longevity. And I can't thank pharmacist Keith enough for all the great things that he does and his line of thinking because Again, when it comes to COVID, the medical doctors have bet your life on the vaccinations. They have bet your life on the vaccinations and it's failed. And so we have to pick up the pieces. Back to you, Pharmacist Keith. Absolutely. And folks, I've been taking this for ever since 2013 when I met Dr. Wally. Uh, basically, the 90 essential nutrients that he's talking about comes with three products together and a healthy start pack. Uh, there's various healthy start packs. The basic one is what I'm showing you here. Uh, there's also ones for you know, if you've got certain medical conditions, there's bone and joint, there's heart pack, there's a blood sugar pack, there's multiple packs. But the, the core to all of this is the 90 essential nutrients. It's, it's basically three things. We have the tangy tangerine, which is a micro crystal powder. It's freeze dried. It was uh, uh, made into liquid form, like Dr. Wallach said, the colloidal liquid form. Then they freeze dried it into these little uh, micro crystals, very tasty. Uh, along with the Osteol FX, which gives you your calcium and uh, some other things that you need for your bones. And the plant your, minerals. Yep, and then your omega-3 fatty acids. That's the core of the 90 Essential Program. And folks, I encourage you to get with the person that invited you to this program today and ask them how they can get started with the 90 Essential Nutrients, because this is very important for your health. It's very important for your kids' health. In uh, my case, it's very important for my grandkids' health. I've got my grandkids on the, the, the similar version for that that's made specifically for kids. So reach out to the person that invited you to this program and get started on the 90 Essential Nutrients right away. Uh, 
if you found this program yourself through YouTube or through Facebook or uh, some other uh, resource, then you can reach out to me. Uh, best way to reach out to me is to text me at 502-212-2929. That's 502-212-2929. Uh, I am still a practicing pharmacist, so if you text me, uh, I will be able to reply to you and set up in a time that we can talk. Uh, I encourage you that if you have more pressing medical issues to, again, get with the person that uh, brought you to this program and ask them how, they, how you can take a free uh, health evaluation. Uh, take that free health evaluation. It's going to have uh, 100 or so questions. Uh, answer them all truthfully. Uh, don't skip any of them because it's going <laughs> to give you a, uh, a very good idea of where you stand as far as your own personal health. So that, that's what I encourage everybody to do. And, you know, one more thing I want to invite folks to is if this resonated with you and, and you would like to get this information out to other people, Dr. Wallach, has a way that you can create some extra income for yourself by sharing this message. You know, 25 years ago, 30 years ago, he started out with that cassette tape because he knew that he could not get this message out to enough people himself. I mean, he can only see 25 patients a day. By getting this cassette tape out to people just like you, he was able to get his message out to more folks. And today we've got higher, better technology than we did back then. You can refer people to uh, online video to watch, but that's all there is to this. You refer people to uh, look at some type of tool, a video, uh, take a health evaluation, whatever, and you can create some extra income for yourself. Because I know in this post-pandemic time, the economy is in the toilet right now. Uh, folks that can get jobs, they're laid off because the companies they work for can't get the raw materials to make the product. My son-in-law works for Ford. Ford can't get the, uh, some of the materials to make the trucks. So he's off work. He's been off work more than he's been working this year. And I know lots of people are facing these same situations. So folks need a way to create some extra income. And that's what this is all about. Longevity is all about you and it's all about your dreams. Uh, you've already heard my story uh, about how I got involved with this because of uh, from a professional level, but on a personal level, when Dr. Wallach first called me to introduce this program to him, to, to me, I was out of work. I had been a pharmacist for many years and the pharmacy company that I was working for was putting themselves up for sale. So they were eliminating positions from all the folks that had a lot of seniority to kind of cut their, their cost. And I was replaced by a young pharmacist right out of school making 20 grand less. And pharmacy world's changed. It used to be you could walk in any pharmacy and get a job because there was such a shortage, but they built so many new pharmacy schools and so many people are graduating that the, it, it's an overabundance of pharmacists now. And it took me two years to find another job. A year into that unemployment, Dr. Wallach approached me because I'd been following him for years, uh, following his advice with my customers and, and doing things that he said, but he approached me because he found out that I was without a, a permanent job and showed me how you can share this information with other people and find a way to get paid for it. And that's, that's what I wanted to, to uh, share with you guys. You know, 80% of the people, 80% of you are gonna choose to be a customer. You're gonna choose to get the 90 essential nutrients for your health and for your kids' health. And that's fantastic. We can show you how to get them at wholesale price. 15% of you are going to decide to become a distributor. You're going to uh, pay the one-time fee, the, the $30 fee to get your own personalized websites, 
uh, and then you're going to receive an override commission off of everybody that buys product from you in your store. And then 5% of the folks, uh, you're going to choose to be an influencer. You're going to choose to be somebody like I am that wants to really get out there and get this message out and build an army of other folks to do it. And folks like you, we've got a way that you can join and, and buy what's called a CEO pack that gives you enough samples and uh, enough uh, uh, product that you can share with others in order to get your business started. And all I all encourage you to do is if you want to find a way to create some extra income, to reach out to the person that invited you to this. You know, the groundwork is in there. 50 years of research from Dr. Wallach. Uh, you, you've got Dr. Wallach's name there. Uh, the 90 for life message will elevate your health. Uh, we have a vision for you to have success physically and financially. Uh, we show you how to integrate longevity into your life. We show you how you can transfer by from your own store and not just the 90 essential nutrients, but we've got over 2000 products that you can choose from, from your own store. And, and you choose, you choose where you see yourself. Do you see yourself as a customer? Do you see yourself as a distributor to create a little bit of extra income there, maybe to get your uh, credit cards paid off, uh, get that student loan that's been nagging you for decades, get that paid off finally? Or do you choose to be an influencer and build an army of folks to get Dr. Wallach's message out there? And, and that's what we encourage you to do is to reach out to the folks that invited you to this program, tell them that you want to be a customer, get that, this, that wholesale price, a distributor, get a, a thank you check to help maybe get out of debt or to become an influencer to create some serious side income. You choose which one you want to be. Let the person know what, where you want to start and let's all join Dr. Wallach's army to become a healthy lifestyle champion. Folks, again, I want to thank you. We've gone a little bit over what I wanted to do. I wanted to keep it right at an hour. We're an hour and six minutes. Uh, this will be posted on YouTube on the Prosperity RX channel. Uh, it will also be posted on Facebook, uh, at the Give Doc 90 Days to Better Health, Wellness, and Longevity channel. And uh, we'll also have it on the Prosperity RX podcast. So I appreciate all this. We'll get the uh, copies out there probably by tomorrow. It will be on all those locations. Uh, Prosperity RX podcast can be found on your favorite podcast platform. Dr. Wallach, I know you have a call for the Philippines, so I'm going to let you go. And folks, again, if you have any questions, get with the person that uh, talked with, that uh, invited you to this. If not, then email me or text me. You can text me at 502-212-2929. That's 502-212-2929. Or you can uh, email me at askpharmacistkeith at live.com. Thanks again for jumping on. We will see you. Uh, oh, by the way, every Monday morning at 11 a.m., we have a question and answer call where you can get on and ask Dr. White questions. It's on the same Zoom line, zoom.campaignfornutrition.com. It's 11 a.m. Eastern time, 8 a.m. Pacific time, zoom.campaignfornutrition.com every Monday. Thanks a lot. See you guys in the future. Thanks for tuning in to the Health and Wellness Hour with Dr. Joel Wallach and pharmacist Keith Abel. If you found value in this episode, be sure to like and share. Also, to be notified when the next episode is posted, click on the subscribe button, then hit that little bell symbol. If you have any questions or comments for Pharmacist Keith or Dr. Wallach, you may send a private email to askpharmacistkeith at live.com or by visiting the Facebook page, Give Doc 90 Days to Better Health, Wellness, and Longevity. To hear more from Pharmacist Keith, subscribe to his Prosperity Rx podcast. Prosperity Rx is your prescription for prosperity. Prosperity is more than just creating wealth. 
Prosperity includes health and wellness, personal development and motivation, as well as financial peace and prosperity. Subscribe to Prosperity Rx on your favorite podcast platform. To hear more from Dr. Wallach, he has two nationally syndicated radio programs daily, Dead Doctors Don't Lie and Let's Play Doctor. Check your local radio listings for details. Also, check out the archives of his past shows at radio.givedoc90days.com. One last thing, if you'd like to join Dr. Wallach's crusade to share his message with others, contact Pharmacist Keith, and he'll teach you how to share the message and create some extra income at the same time. Contact Pharmacist Keith through his email address, keith at prosperityrx.com, or call or text at 502-212-2929. Remember, Keith is still a practicing pharmacist and can't always pick up the phone right away, so leave your name, number, and best time to call, and he'll return your call as soon as possible. Thanks again for tuning in.